0: this episode has been brought to you by made with rage made with rage is a black british owned etsy store selling harry potter and star wars face masks perfect for this current times swimwear bags and loads more all products have been handmade with love and care and bespoke requests are welcome to find out more click on the link in the description or visit etsy.com slash made with rage zero you said you'd come
1: Now let's hope you're not too late.
0: Hello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode 89 of the Wulong Talks podcast. My name is Jason. I'm the host of the show, as you know by now. Uh, And this evening, I am not joined by the Rustling Kid, a.k.a. Black Diamond, a.k.a. Rich Kid, Um, He is otherwise occupied this evening, so unfortunately um, he's not available. But we do have a very special guest who's joining us uh, this evening. Um, You may have been aware that we put out a call on on social media. Um, We lit up the torches. uh, Gondol called for aid. And um, we asked for women, and particularly women of colour, to come along and join us on the podcast and to talk a little bit about their experiences and the things that they've done. And I'm delighted to say that uh, we have somebody very special joining us. Uh, our guest, Mandy, a.k.a. Taylor and Zimbabwean. Mandy, good evening. Welcome to Wulong Talks.
2: <laughs> Hi.
0: <laughs> it's wonderful to have you on, Great
2: Mandy. Great to be here. I'm
0: amazing amazing fantastic thank you for having uh for making the time for us really and and for joining us on the podcast. thank you for Um, having me yeah you're welcome you're welcome as said um when we put out the call you know we were a bit kind of worried that nobody was going to respond and then um we kind of got like responses from dudes, and it was like, no we we said women, <laughs> like we have <laughs> enough guys on here, we're like we need women, <laughs> like if you' not read the memo properly um but I said you you answered the call of, of of Gondor, and um we're very, very happy to to have you on not here, here. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, so, you know, it's fantastic that that you've um, decided to join us. So thank you very much for that. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah. So listeners will get to know a bit more uh, about Mandy and, and her tastes and what kind of things she, she likes in culture and things like that um, very shortly. Uh, but as we always do on the podcast, um, we will talk a little bit about what we've been up to lately, really. So um, Mandy, as, as your guest on the show, I'm afraid the guest always has to jump the, the, the shark first so um what have you been up to lately have you been uh watching anything interesting reading anything interesting are you a gamer if so are you gaming at the moment um and anything Um, like that
2: you know I I have been watching a raft of free meat random stuff on Netflix just anything that kind of catches my eye because I'm working so much my downtime is basically just watching really random anime. And I can't even remember half the names of them. I think one of them is Dragon Slayer. Um,
0: oh, uh, is it Demon Slayer yeah, I, you're watching?
2: Demon Slayer, see, that's <laughs> where I even <laughs> forgot the thing. Yeah, Demon Slayer with the girl who's um to who's like walking around with a thing in her mouth because she yeah. might bite somebody's head off and stuff. Um, yeah, and I've just been watching and a few, to be fair, a few of them have been quite good. And then mm. others I've just kind of lost interest in them halfway. Like they've not kind of piqued my interest at all mm. after I've been watching them. But yeah, that I've been watching a few, few of those, but not haven't really. It's a bad to say I haven't read anything, really, <laughs> of recent. I've just literally just been watching like different types of anime and stuff like that. So mm. yeah, that's what I've been doing lately
0: cool cool um yeah i mean with um, demon slayer it's funny you should bring that up because i actually went to go and see uh, the movie at the, the cinema this week which was um you know the first time i've been back to the cinema in over 16 months um and that was oh, wow. like a, a, a yeah weird yeah, experience yeah, um you know going in there it was a bit wild because all you you kind of it's like you enter these places with other people that are outside of your household or, or your kind of security bubble, you know, as, as they were at the times so that we were kind of locked down and, and isolating and stuff. And, you know, all you see is you don't see people anymore. You just see COVID <laughs> like everywhere know, you go, you just think, yes, yeah, is this person a COVID risk? Is this person a COVID oh, risk? Is and that, it's, it's crazy, it's... isn't it? But I
2: Almost feel like all of us are, you know, like how, how people are saying covid babies and stuff like that when they see people they all just like crying right now it's just like when you're going out into a public space you kind of see oh my gosh there's so many people
1: Mm, mm.
2: you kind of feel like you want to scrunch yourself up into a little ball yeah i'm kind of a bit like that at the moment i haven't haven't gone into the cinemas because of that which is really bad
0: Mm well I mean they they only just recently opened up anyway um so it, it it's you know it's very early days and um certainly in my showing where for for my visit um it was very covid secure I have to say they they really went above and beyond um in terms of making sure everything was properly socially distanced um they weren't letting people into the theater without masks um so you had to have a mask on. Um, you had to do like the COVID uh, yes. um, check, well, not even the test, but the the, the check in thing um, for the the NHS okay. app, the Sorry. Test and Trace app. Um, so you had to register that you'd been at the at this time and, and and things like that. So um, so they put a lot of steps in place. So yeah, you know, I have to give um, some kudos to them for for that. So. Um, certainly they did as much as they could do to to ensure that, you know, it was a, a secure environment that, that we were all in. Um But it felt a bit weird being in, in the cinema after all of this time and said because of everything that's gone on, it, it just felt weird. But, you know, once I kind of settled in and I realized I basically had a row to myself again because of the, the social distancing and stuff, it was pretty much just me on, on this row. Um And, you know, the cinema adverts kicked in and then I was kind of like, yeah, I'm I'm back at the cinema again. It's all good. So, you know, it it felt kind of cool. But um, yeah, it it was all right. You know, it was all right in the end.
2: You on your own?
0: I did. Yes. Yeah, I went alone. Um, Generally for like cinema and stuff like that, there's there's friends that I will go with. But um, one of my friends is uh, still isolating at the moment because she's quite vulnerable um medically so until she has her her second jab she's um not leaving home really uh which is fair enough um and then my other friend uh marquita aka yellow rage attacks who's a a regular on this podcast um she dumped me and went somewhere else (laughs) so i was like all right thanks for that (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. <laughs> I felt
2: that hurt in your voice, man. Yes, Marky, if you're listening, you you betrayed
0: me. <laughs> you let me down. No, I'm playing, I'm playing. But um, yeah, so so yeah, I ended up going by myself, but um, but I've never really kind of minded going to the cinema by myself, to be honest. It's it's never been. I, I know it's you know, watching movies together can be a real communal thing, but I find that these days, unless I know the people that I'm going with really well and I know they're not the type to start flicking on their phone or asking me questions oh, during the the, the, the movie and things like that. And then, um, you know, I'm, I'm.
2: That peeve.
0: Yeah. I would rather be on my own if it's going to be like that, you know what I mean? Um, so in, in a lot of circumstances, I'm quite happy to, to kind of go by myself and, and, and just go and chill. And, and the showing was quite early as well. So, it, it was one of those showings where it was, you know, very, very small groups of people. And again, because of the COVID situation, it was very small groups of, of, of people who were coming yeah, in yeah. and it was mostly just people flying solo. Um, and then the theatre, I mean, the, the, the actual theatre we were in, it was probably seats about 250 people. And I think there's about 41 or 42 people I counted in there in total. So, so yeah, there was a lot of space and stuff. No, I'm so. joking.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> not, they're counting people now
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah well they again I said I was seeing COVID everywhere isn't it? so I needed to make yeah. sure like what were the when numbers COVID, in here COVID, and all COVID, of that
2: COVID, four COVID five COVID
0: <laughs> yeah exactly so um yeah yeah it was kind of crazy but yeah I was gonna say um the Netflix uh animes yeah it's interesting because they're their philosophy seems to be um, buy them cheap and stack them high. Yeah, um, there's we, a lot. Yeah, because there's, there's a, a lot, lot there. Not, lot not there.
2: all of it is great.
0: No, no. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. Like there's one I was watching. There's one I'm watching, like which which I'm a little bit. I don't know if I should continue. It's it's called um, High Rise Invasion, I think.
0: Ah yes I've heard of it. it 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 came up as a recommendation on my um, Yeah uh, it came
2: up on mine as well And I'm just hmm. I, I don't know I can't seem To that like that's one I can't Seem to just get into it
1: hmm. And I'm
2: kind of feeling very blah About it I think I've only watched about Three episodes and I'm not Like rushing back To try and go see it
1: hmm.
2: It looks hmm. interesting but then I don't know I, I, I just can't I can't get into it hmm. And I find that a lot with a lot of these Netflix Netflix ones, like you're saying, they just it's almost like they're just putting a load of content on there, but not necessarily all that great because they 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 almost find like okay, there seems to be a market for the anime and all of that kind of stuff, so let's just have a load of it on there to cater for people, and then I think they're just kind of hoping for the best, almost. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. yeah it seems to be a real kind of uh, you know anime in in general words is um it, it seems to be reaching a point at the moment where internationally it's it's growing quite a lot um and there's a lot of kind of things going on um at the moment particularly in in kind of the western world in terms of um distribution of of like anime and stuff because there's um i don't know if you'd heard but uh there was an announcement a couple of months ago that um uh, Sony, who I think own uh, Funmation, um yeah. in uh, the West, who who do kind of like um, dubbed uh, distributions of of anime to um, certain parts in in Western markets, they have actually bought uh, Crunchyroll, um, the service that I use for like anime streaming and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'm, you know, we were kind of, myself and, and Markita and others were speculating as to whether this means they're going to now merge um, the two services into one um, and try and kind of build almost like a, a, a super, you know, kind of streaming service for, for anime using uh-huh. both libraries for them. Um, so there's a lot of yeah, you know clearly there there's an interest there in in the market and it seems like it's um, it's bubbling up quite a bit, which is why I think Netflix have been so keen to to kind of get as much anime content as possible um onto their service and stuff but but yeah as you said you know the quality varies um you know it it seems like they're just kind of buying whatever is out there they they buy the 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 streaming rights to it and yeah whatever they can get their hands on they'll stick it on on the service and you know i guess whatever succeeds succeeds and and what doesn't doesn't but um but yeah it's interesting really to to see how that develops i was doing a bit of netflix in as well recently so i've i've watched um I don't know if you've heard of uh, Netflix's kind of like adult animation show called Love, Death, and Robots.
2: Of course, I just finished watching it.
0: Okay, brilliant, brilliant. Um, I watched that as well. I watched um, the volume two because I, I watched volume one when that came out last year. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was it was it was hit and miss really. Like some of the episodes were really good, and then some I was kind of a bit like. Neh. Um this one I think is um it seemed a lot slower paced, this one.
2: The second uh, se- the second series, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems yeah. a lot
0: slower paced and um, it's a lot more kind of focused on on characters themselves rather than kind of the, the concept of the story and, and things like that. But but some of them were, were really good, I thought. Um did you check out the the second volume as well?
2: I did, yeah. That's the one I just finished watching. Um I'd think about a week ago, I finished watching it. Mm. So, yeah, I kind of like it, like, kind of like you said, because I was so hyped about how good the first one was. Mm. I really was fully invested. As soon as I heard, because somebody, one of my other friends said, oh, Mandy, did you know that the second season is out? And I was just like, well that's my evening completely taken up just watching this. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, sat down, watched it. And like I said, there was, there was something different about it that, I don't know, it, it just seemed a little bit just slower. Mm.
1: Just
2: a little, yeah, just more, mm. it's all, it was almost like they were trying to do like a bit of character building.
0: Yes, yeah. You know,
2: um, mm. more plot line, a bit like be thicker, a little bit thicker on the plot lines and stuff. Whereas the other one was just a little, the the character building and everything was a lot quicker. You know, you mm. kind of, you kind of just jumped into a lot of them. I know in the first season as well, there were a lot of like their little, where the cats take over the world. There was that kind of those slow yeah. episodes to kind of break up, you know, all the action and stuff. But this second one just seemed like, I don't know, it seemed, I wouldn't say flat, but it yeah, just like you said, it just seemed a bit slow.
1: Mm. Hmm.
2: For me, it was still yeah. alright. It was still alright. I wouldn't knock it. It was still alright, you know.
1: Hmm.
2: But yeah, it just seemed slow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To call it. Yeah. No, I, I. Yeah, I mean, I totally understand. Um, that it, it said, that was kind of my experience. Really, was that they, you know, it felt like they were were making a conscious effort not to just do the same thing they did the first time around yeah. and to try and do something different, which. Um, you know, I can appreciate, and and yeah, as you said, it's a lot more kind of focused. Each story is kind of focused on on character much more than the actual concept of the story itself, as it as it was in the first one. So um, yeah, it, it feels very different. But yeah, I mean, I couldn't, you know, hugely knock it in any way. It was just a bit slow, really, um, as you said. <laughs> like there isn't really a better way to put it, but. Um, It's like
2: on the episode about the giant, I was just like,
0: Mm. what? (laughs) Mm, mm. I'm just
2: like, what? I I don't get what the point of this episode is.
0: Yeah, it's like some really kind of high concept existential stuff going yeah. on in that episode, and I was just like, okay, I wasn't really expected to have my brain worked like this much at like 11:30 at night while I'm watching this. this. Because like...
2: I watched it really late as well, you know, and mm. I was because I was kind of my brain was geared into how that first season was, mm. and then, like you said, you just get this whole thing about the giant. Like the first, it, it started off really good. I think the first. Um, the first episode was that cleaning thing that was trying to kill everybody in the house.
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 The, uh, the Android that kind of goes yeah. crazy and yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then, yeah, I was, I was kind of like, okay, okay. Maybe it'll pick up after this, you know, watch it, watch it, watch it. Watch it and then you get to this giant thing and it's just like, okay, <laughs> what is this? Like, no. I, I, yeah, I couldn't get my head around that. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
2: As interesting yeah. as the concept
0: was, I just couldn't get my head around it. <laughs> no, totally, I can understand that. Yeah, really it was a bit of a, a, a weird experience. But um but yeah, I think that would that was it for me, really. Oh, and uh, I watched um a documentary yesterday uh that I had um a reminder set for about uh the nail bomber um the the guy in London who set off bombs at like the end of of sort of 1999 um which was kind of yeah, grim um... reliving that because I I remember all of that um I was in uh college at the time um and I I, I vividly remember like when the first bomb went off in Brixton and um were you close Uh, No no I I, I wasn't I lived in Peckham at the time so I I wasn't you know anywhere near the the area but I remember the reports coming in and thinking like bloody hell like this is kind of crazy you know because um, I had always grown up with you know the IRA bombing like you know bombing the city and things like that Um, and that was kind of you never really felt a sense of danger there because the IRA didn't really target civilians so much no. um, in London with their bombing bombing campaign it was more institutions that they were going after um, well, and their good bombs good. were always kind of set for times when you know office workers wouldn't be there and things like that so you know it was more to make a point than, than anything else um whereas this was was set off in Brixton Market and I remember you know way back then thinking like you know this is uh. like this is crazy. This is not the IRA because this is well, somebody in
2: the afternoon as well, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. This is somebody right. who's yeah. looking okay. to to kill people, you know. Um th- this is not somebody who's who's trying to make a, a statement. they they're looking to kill. Um and then, um, yeah, kind of reliving that through the, the documentary was was a bit crazy because the documentary kind of shows um, things from the perspective of, of people who were there, uh, a couple of people who were there at the ground. Um, with the Brixton bombing, they, they spoke to some people who were actually in the market at the time that the bomb went off. Um, and then the documentary goes into a lot of detail explaining kind of how the – what the physical effect of the bomb would have been on on people within the area. And and it kind of, the first th- thought it made me think is, is my God, you know, there's poor people. Um, And then the second thought, which is kind of bad is, <laughs> is kind of bad really. But I was like, Jesus, Hollywood's been lying to us all this time, you know, because when <laughs> bombs go off in Hollywood, it's like somebody gets blown backwards in slow motion and yeah. then, you know, there's smoke and Always. flames or whatever. Always. And then, and then that's it. Um, whereas and very
2: theatrical,
0: yeah, yeah, it's all very theatrical, not, and not you so know.
2: Bloody.
0: yeah. It's all kind of you know, very kind of pretty on the eye. And and as said, the hero gets blown back, it's slow mo, and somehow the flames never touch them. And you know, they're, they're just the kind debris. of knocked back a bit, yeah. No debris falls on Little them, nothing, on you know. They're, they're good, they might get a few scratches and a bit of soot on their face, and then but they're good to go. Um, and then, the, you know, they had like a, a pathologist on the, the documentary explaining exactly what happens to, to people in that kind of environment. And I was like, Christ almighty. They were and talking about, years know, years yeah, yeah, people's,
2: and blast of you know, land.
0: limbs being blown off and people, you know, there was, a, I think, a four year old child who had a, a five inch nail embedded yeah, in his dead. head um, that they had to remove. Um, you know, they said there were that basically because of how the 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 force of the blast works. Um, you know, people's kind of bits of flesh were being kind of blown off of people and blown into the person behind them or beside them. So they had a hell of a time trying to kind of find you know different people's body parts because someone would end up with you know half a leg in their chest from somebody else who was was closer to the blast and things like that. And it was just yeah, it was just gruesome, man. really gruesome yeah so grim um so yeah kind of watching the documentary brought me right back to that period really um and
2: I wasn't here I was I think I was just finishing up my um where was I I think I was just finishing up my A-levels in in Zimbabwe but Mm. I do remember hearing the reports about it Mm. and because I was set to come here at the time Mm. I was just like I said to my, because my mom was here already. I was just like to my mom, I don't think I want to come.
0: <laughs> mom, yeah, no. I
2: want to come, mom. Could I just stay here? And she was just like, no. <laughs> hey,
0: then. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but mom's like, nope, you're going. Sorry. Yeah, see you yeah, later
2: yeah I didn't come all the way here just so that you could tell me that you're not coming you, you know you're getting your uni ready and everything your brothers are here and I was just like oh, okay <laughs> like it's cold it's yeah, cold I don't want to yeah. come it's cold
0: I'm <laughs> here. yeah the weather's rubbish and there's a mad bomber on the loose like really <laughs> do, I, do I want yeah. to come here you
2: know what? It just, I just was, I was terrified I was just like do I really want to do I really want to run over to go there? Because for me, you know, like when you're, when you've never, at that point I'd never been to London, although my dad had been a diplomat but we, and we had traveled everywhere else, but England. Mm. But I, so I'd never been to London. So for me, London, literally was just generic. When someone said London, it was just like, Oh, London.
1: Mm. All
2: of a sudden it's just like, yes, this bombing happened in Brixton, London. And I was just like, Oh my God, I'm going to London.
1: <laughs> mm.
2: Is that going to happen to me? Mm. And it just oh, yeah, just completely terrified about everything. But you know, irrational thoughts and all that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Welcome to London, eh? Welcome to London. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I would recommend uh, listeners if you, if you haven't, if you're not familiar with um, the the nail bombing. Uh, campaign that occurred in London in, in the past um, and you want something to, to kind of check out to give you some some background and some history uh, then by all means check out the documentary although as said I would warn that it is quite gruesome in terms of um, you, you won't see anything horrible yeah. but certainly they will describe in detail um, the kind of things that, that happened uh, during the campaign so you um, have
2: it saved on my um... What's it, or would
0: I call it a watch list? Yes, on your, your Netflix watch list. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I haven't, I've kind of been avoiding it a little bit.
0: Cool. I know that feeling. I know that yeah. feeling, trust me. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, just... well, well, Mandy, um, whilst we, we've we got you here and whilst you kind of touched on it a little bit, um, I thought it would be cool to, to kind of um, just introduce people a little bit to, to you I guess, and and to give people kind of a sense of, um, you know, who you are and how you kind of uh, got into to geeky culture and geeky stuff and things like that. Um, so you you came to London after your the rest of your family had arrived from Zimbabwe. Is that is that right? More or
2: less, yeah. My dad was still back home, but my brothers were here. My mom was here. Hmm. So yeah, I kind of just followed them after I finished my A levels, really. Right. Uh, yeah my mom just didn't my education to get all messed up and stuff but I was fully a geek by then
1: <laughs> cool
2: so I started reading all the comic books and stuff when I was in India I think I was about seven hmm. when we went when we we're in India and it was something that just helped to for my mom it was okay she's reading <laughs> She <laughs> the best type of reading but it it was something that kept me occupied so Mm. she didn't mind and it would be that every week when a new comic book came out weirdly enough there was one store where near where we lived where every week they would get the latest edition of like something so I would go there and I would buy like 10 comics or whatever it was that were all like the latest edition for that week Mm. and yeah. And I just started getting into like writing little stories and stuff like that. And I remember there was like a journalist from America who was there. Um, my brother went to school with his son and he read one of these stories that I had written. And he said, oh, at that time, I think I was about nine. And he said, oh, I think she, she should read Lord of the Rings. So I think he gave me The Hobbit first.
1: Hmm.
2: I read that like I, I was like a proper antisocial child really to be fair i would sit in my house for hours and just read a book hmm. so i think i read the hobbit in like a day and i was just like i really like this is there any more and obviously he was just like yep introduced me to the whole lord of the rings and the similarian and all of that but at the same time i was still i was still fully into my comics so i was still reading on my batmans and my Wolverines and all of that Superman. Hmm. Yeah. So, and then I also loved loved my sci-fi. So all my Star Wars and my Star Trek fully into that anything with the spaceship in it. (laughs) I was watching it. So yeah, it's, 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 it's been a long, long journey for me and my sci-fi and, and anime really, actually I only got started with anime when i got here because obviously it's not such a back in the 90s it wasn't such a big thing in zimbabwe i don't i don't really know if it is right now either but Hmm. it's only when i was here and a friend of mine introduced me to one piece i think it was the first one and then from there i just started getting onto like servers i can't even remember what the first server i got onto was and just watching stuff off there like Karras and all that 3D and Final Fantasy I started watching all of that and yeah and I just went from there it was kind of like an iceberg where it's just like the things I recommend to my friends is a little bit but the things I've watched are a lot more than that Mm. so yeah it's been great I think
0: Cool, cool. And um, were you when it came to the anime? Were you ever uh, kind of aware of, or, or did you ever come across um, an imprint or a, a brand name in in the U- that, that was popular in the UK? Certainly in the early nineties, uh, called manga. Yeah. Um, which confusingly is the, the name of an anime brand even though it's called manga which which was um, weird but I suppose because at the time nobody in England would have known the difference anyway so it would have just been like oh yeah I didn't okay you really
2: know the difference either at that yeah oh so, but yeah it did come across like manga and stuff as
0: well. Oh cool cool And uh, Did you watch any uh, Are there any that you can remember watching Like say you know Dominion Tank Police Or, or Three by Three Eyes or, or Fist in the North Star or anything like that Fist in the
2: North Star Was one um, Oh, Would you consider um, Ghost in a Shell
0: Oh definitely yeah 100%
2: Karras. Karras was one mm, of those. Karras is definitely, movies. yeah. Yeah, and um, oh, there was another one. Uh, I think The Girl, the, is it called The Girl Who Leapt Something Through Time? The Girl Who Leapt Through Time or something like that? Like it's a little bit obscure, I think, but yeah. No, I decided, yeah, yeah, I did watch my fair share. Hmm. But like, like I said, I think with a lot of it, I was, I was just, it was very interchangeable with me because I didn't Mm -hmm. quite understand it for me. I was just kind of like, Oh, that looks interesting. I'm, I'm very visual. So if I see something that looks interesting, I'll, I'll I'll watch it, Mm. you know, until I don't find it interesting anymore (laughs) (laughs) or until it finishes and then I'm just like, okay, so what do I do now? Mm. But yeah, I have, um, I think another one was like uh, Eureka, Eureka Seven. I think it was called.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I've had my I've had my fair share of manga.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Well, that's interesting, man. That's um, really interesting. Uh, So for us here, it it kind of, um, and certainly for for me and Rich, it it kind of started, I guess. yeah, probably as far back as sort of like eighty eight, eighty nine is is when it, it kind of really we started to become aware of Japanese animation and 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 how it kind of differed from what we were used to because uh, you know up until that point we we would have been used to kind of seeing purely just American stuff so yeah. it would have been you know yeah, yeah, your yeah. your Thundercats and and you know Silverhawks and and all of those kind of things although you would have got the odd little uh, bit sprinkled in there like rich is a big fan of um battle for the planets um which was also known as, as g-force and um that was you know a japanese animation that was dubbed into english and then was um shown in in the uk but not kind of widely broadcast it was, it was something that um you kind of had to track down to to see
1: yeah um
0: but for us, yeah, it's not dissimilar, really—not uh, a dissimilar experience. It was kind of like a, a mismatch of things. Um, but then, as I said, you had this uh, explosion of, of the, the, you know, the manga brand in, in the UK that, that brought a lot of um, the, the movie versions of these anime to, to kind of home video um and you know you had um things that said like like ghost in the shell vampire hunter d and you know if it's the North star and all these kind of things and and in school we'd love to share around the the copies of the videos that we had and you know people would swap each other's uh videos and go and watch them and you had to watch it like late at night when your parents are asleep because like know <laughs> yeah. in my case I could put it on and my mom would come in and I'd make sure it wasn't a violent part and your mom and my mom would be like what are you doing I'm like I'm watching cartoons oh, okay and then she'd um, go and then I'd fast forward it onto the violent bit <laughs>
2: with my dad I couldn't yeah. I do that with my mom my mom was I don't know, my mom always seemed to know when I was watching something that I wasn't meant to be watching. Uh. <laughs> there was a time, uh, I think, when like, things like Afro Samurai came out, you know, I mean, mm. that's like super violent. Someone's head's always getting cut off in that one at some point.
0: Yeah, you know? that is bloody as hell Afro Samurai, yeah.
2: <laughs> and she'll she just kind of stand at the door and I'm thinking, okay, if I pause it, she's definitely going to know that. <laughs> <love> it, watching. <laughs> So I'd kind of just like pretend that I didn't see that she was there. And then she would be just like, no, turn it off. Really? Really? <laughs> really? But yeah, I, I could, I couldn't, I couldn't do that with my mom. My dad, my dad, you could listen to all types of the music and watch all types of things, and he'll just be, yeah, happy go lucky. And then he'd just walk out like he's not seen anything. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, thank goodness for Dad, eh? <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I guess our experience hasn't been, um, you know, totally dissimilar to yours, really, in terms of um, kind of how we we got into things, really. Um, one question though, that I was going to ask you, um, What can you remember what the, the first film is that you saw and, and where you were, where you saw it? Um, would it have been something that you would have watched at home or, or, or did you actually go to the cinema to, to watch something?
2: No, it was, definitely, it was definitely something that I would have watched at home. And I think it was One Piece when I started out. Mm. Yeah, it was One Piece. And, and then, strangely enough, I think, I, like, yeah. Yeah, One Piece with Monk. And my name on various things was Monkey D. Luffy for the longest time.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, everywhere. I just kept putting that name up. And people would be like, what? And <laughs> explain to them. Because also, my, my circle of friends didn't really watch all that kind of stuff. Mm. So, kind of being able to talk to people about it I think I had like one or two friends who when I got to uni weren't even in any of my courses but we just met up after a screening on campus and I was just like oh my god there's other black people that like anime okay hmm. great you know but yeah my, my first experience was, I think it was like one piece and from there I started just started watching different other things
1: mm.
2: and yeah I did I did like all that I liked all the kind of Japanese things with all the spiritual themes and you know man and the spirit world all of that
1: mm. Mm.
0: but
2: yeah my, my first experience was definitely uh, One Piece that's the one I most vividly remember watching from the get-go yeah
0: right right and i mean you kind of answered my my next question anyway but i'm gonna ask you anyway but um it 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 sounds like there wasn't that many people um that you came across um certainly back in zimbabwe who who were kind of fans of 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 geek culture or or were kind of into Mm -hmm. the culture in in the way that um people are nowadays so um how difficult was it? I mean, did you have like a lot of um, internet access and were you able to kind of connect with with other people on the internet and things like that back back uh, home at the time?
2: No, nah, that was dial-up time isn't it? So mm. <laughs> I'm showing my age. <laughs> um, no, that was the time of dial-up. so not not it was just me and my brother. My oldest mm. brother is also very geeky. So we we could talk even now me and him, there's a there's a middle brother as well but me and my oldest brother are both like the family geeks Mm. and he's the one I could go to to talk about stuff like all of this and he's the one who would say oh do you want to watch this like very clandestine coming to show me stuff because obviously I'm not supposed to be watching his age stuff right so Mm. Mm. but no it, it it I think even even now, I, I don't know if I would say like a lot of Zimbabwean girls who I would, who I know here are into that. So mm. back then definitely I was kind of very much the odd little girl. Like they all, they, all, they all thought I was really weird because I would sit there, you know, watching on the TV or this really slow dial-up, waiting for things to load up and watching all that on there. Yeah, so it was it was hard to access. It was hard mm. to kind of Come um, by anything sci-fi, anything that you would say would be geeky, but you know we persevered. We had a V, we had a what's, what are they called? vhrs VCRs? oh VCR, VCR.
1: yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a VCR, so my brother would get the tape from somewhere. I don't know where that boy got stuff from. He would get it from somewhere, and me and him would sit there and watch it. My other brother would be just like, "What are you people watching?" <laughs> like, and my mom didn't understand it either she should be just like you two are weird people just thought we were weird because mm. back then i guess it, it that, that wasn't like the normal thing that sh- I, I i as a girl child should be interested in watching but mm. you know there i was <laughs>
0: no man tell him tell him it's it's for everybody it's for everybody man this
2: is it so i'm teaching my little one i started her early Hmm. as i say so she's she's been watching like normal cartoons yes but i also started kind of just introducing her to the milder side of it you know like the this i always get the pronunciation of this wrong but studio ghibli yes so yeah I, I started her off on that and now she's a full-on star wars person we went to a store she picked up a little ray ray nightlight <laughs> which is awesome
0: <laughs>
2: and she loves she loves my neighbor totoro you know oh
0: loves, um, yes that is one of my favorite ghibli movies i love that yeah, movie.
2: <laughs> she absolutely loves princess mononoke and oh another I one guess, as
0: well yeah also,
2: awesome, when awesome. she's like, Mommy, can we watch Spirited Away? I'm just like, yes, of course we can. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> starting her young, starting her young, just so that she can, I don't know. I, I, I'm I, one of those people I'm very big on, like people, tra- like kids traveling, just because they see a lot more stuff. And then also watching different types of media, because I just think it, it, it opens your mind up to more creativity and you know just just gives you an open mind that not everything is the same and it's not such a culture shock when you see something different if you are already experiencing different things from when you're young Mm. you Mm. know so that's I'm super 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 big on that so yeah her any 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 child who's given to me what when they come to this house they're watching something sci-fi for sure (laughs) or 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 like I said the milder the milder animes Mm. they're definitely watching that and then they go to their parents and they're talking to them about it and their parents just like i don't know what your auntie's showing you (laughs) (laughs) can you just send me me the name of whatever it is that you showed luke i'm just like yep here you go
0: (laughs) (laughs) good on the auntie is giving them the education they need (laughs) that's what's happening
2: (laughs) of course (laughs) Must must start them early
0: absolutely absolutely with um with Quincy uh, I I started last year um to get him into kind of watching anime now bear in mind he he had just about turned one at the time so um he you know his comprehension and his level of understanding is, is, is minimal when it comes to these things but um we would often watch uh Dr. Stone together which is uh, kind of like a, a, a sci-fi anime that, yeah, that's yeah. kind of set in the future and stuff, uh, yeah, you've probably heard of it yeah. Um, so yeah, we we watched um, a bit of that together and we also watched um, uh, one called Case Closed uh, Detective Conan um, which is about like a a kid who's not really a kid. He's he's actually a teenager, but he's in the he's trapped no. in the body of like an eight year old kid, and and he's like this master detective, and and him um, and his guardian uh, and and the guardian's daughter get called to to solve these cases that the police can't solve um and he started to get really into it at a certain point and like you know when you put on the theme music and stuff he was he was into it um he's not so much into it at the moment uh, so i'm thinking i'm going to have to try and find something else but i've realized that it's it's the colors and the music that he likes so i need to kind of pick something that that's kind of you know has got the right kind of color and and the right kind of music but i'll i'll crack it i'll i'll find something and i'll crack it and yeah and yeah yeah well why, why but... don't
2: you get him on the on the um studio Ghibli ones cuz they're quite colorful like um what's it called the one with the witch and the cat i, keep, I forget all their names that's quite that's quite nice and mild
0: mm, mm well spirited away is one that's on my list that i'm i'm going to show to him but you see the thing is i'm i i feel so passionately and and so Strongly about the Ghibli movies that if he starts mucking about, I'm gonna crack him in the head, <laughs> like straight up. If he's not paying attention when this thing is on, I'm gonna crack him in his little no, head. No, no, <laughs> Just be like, I, sit I, down I and watch mean. this. This is important. <laughs>
2: I get what you mean. I'm I'm so invested <laughs> in that in in that studio. It's quite sad that they you know don't really make that they closed down and they're not making it. That nothing's coming out of there anymore. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I get I get that. I get what you're coming from because like I said Princess Mononoke I can watch that on repeat mm, every mm. day that is literally my favorite mm, mm.
0: Like, yeah it's amazing favorite. man it's amazing it really is amazing but no that's that's super awesome man so um how have you kind of found things have, have changed for you lately I mean and in, in, since you've been kind of in in the UK and things like that in terms of um in terms of, of kind of making new connections with, with people who kind of share the, the same passions as you, um, as time got on, has have you noticed things getting easier and, and different in terms of, you know, the numbers of, of black people in particular getting involved in these things?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially girls. I know you I might mean, know, I don't know what your response was obviously to the, to the call out for, for, for women of color, but mm. I've definitely connected with, through instagram to be fair um because i do kind of follow a couple of you know like black girl anime and those type of pages which i'm guessing are black girls in anime Mm. um but yeah you know just kind of had a couple of conversations with people and just like oh my god where are you i'm in liverpool and you know but it's a lot easier access to people i guess Mm. through through the web and then had wanted to go to a comic con in October last year but that didn't happen because COVID
1: mm, and I was mm. supposed
2: to meet up with a few people who i had met um, not only here in England but also I think a couple were coming from the states a couple were coming from Canada so I was going to be super fun but obviously that's never happened but now my experience is as the years have gone by, it's just, I don't know, I don't know whether it's because there's the internet that people are able to be found a lot easier because I always believe that there must, there, these people must always have been there. Like you, you know, I mean, like you guys were watching it it's since the eighties. Mm. So these people just must've been there. It's just, you know, everybody's kind of like, I don't want to be the weird black person. Mm, you know, mm. kind of kind of keeping it under tabs when they're around the other friends who don't quite get the gist of why are you watching cartoons and it's like it's not hey, I mean, this is a cartoon but it's not like a cartoon cartoon it's an adult tier cartoon and you know just trying to explain that to them and they kind of look at you like are you five
1: <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah
2: yeah and it is, it's just it was harder back in the days to explain that to somebody who just didn't get it whereas now you can say something and a couple of my friends would be like oh my god yes I know exactly what you're talking about have you watched this episode and did you see this and it's like yeah you know so it's just so much easier to talk Mm. and know that you'll be understood not people not that have that like zombie stare where people are kind of like what are you yeah
0: what what they're not even like what are you talking about they're just like what are you (laughs) like what What
2: I I thought
0: (laughs) I knew you like what are you (laughs) I I can't define you I don't understand it does not compute
2: (laughs) and because like a lot of the I don't know if you see like on my on my stories on Instagram I'll post some really then for me they're not random Mm. because I understand the jokes but they're jokes of like anime memes and stuff like that and you know, I'll laugh and then in my DMs, I'll have people reacting to that story that I've posted saying, oh my God, you're wrong for this. You're wrong for posting this. And then I'll have, just have some people going, I don't get it. <laughs> like, there is no way I can explain in a DM if you don't get it. You're just going to have to sit there and not get it because I, c- I cannot explain it.
1: Mm.
2: I cannot explain it, you know? So yeah, it's literally one of those like, what are you? where have you come from mm. <laughs> where, where is my friend who I thought I knew I'm just like no no it's it's still me it's just that I like this stuff too mm. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah yeah I mean it, it, it is um for you know certainly for me and rich it, it's something we've um you know because rich and I have known each other for you know over 20 years and, and we bonded over geek culture we bonded over the the x-men um You know, and X-Men comic books and and characters and and things like that. Um, And certainly for for me, you know, there there was a lot of time where I kind of spent time trying to hide it almost and and trying to kind of bury it because where I... Where I kind of grew up and and how I grew up, I I was, um, you know, went to school in Peckham in uh, southeast London. and, And this was during a time where, you know, you didn't talk about things like this with people, you just didn't. Um, it wasn't something that you did, even though there were probably more. And in fact, I, I know for a fact now that there were quite a few people who, who were kind of into these different things, but just you just didn't talk about it because it just wasn't the done thing. So nobody kind of really talked about it. You know, the chat at school was football, girls, clothes, and, and that just was about say, it.
2: That's what I'm saying, though, right? Um, I was saying that the I think now because of the a way we can share information, like you're saying, you're Rich connected because of your love for all of this. But there were probably a whole load more of us, but we all just kept within ourselves because we didn't want to look like the weird ones,
1: hmm.
2: you hmm. know. And you just kind of you just kept it under wraps, especially like for me, hundred percent. I like there's there's no way a, a, a black Zimbabwean girl should who should know about any of this. You know hmm. i tried i was already quite weird as a girl because i used to play like quite rough sports um like football and i was like a really quite like a rough defender and all that kind of stuff so i was already considered a little bit weird so for me to then add in that i watch cartoons but they're not cartoons that kids can watch people be just like well, what type of cartoons are they and then trying to explain all that oh, gosh I mean I even get a headache just trying to think about it it's just I know it
0: brings it all back doesn't it <laughs> yeah,
2: Just, just, like, just sit there going, mm-hmm. yeah okay
0: <laughs> yeah no I I definitely understand but I mean um you know one of the things that that we've kind of remarked on is how things have changed I mean when we first started going to uh comic conventions over here in in the UK um the, the first time I think Richard first went in 2006 And I went with him the, the following year in 2007 And literally it was um, If you've ever been to Excel before It was like yeah. literal, literally one small corner of the um, the exhibition centre Was set up for it Um, and on that day you had like these people going around in cosplay and stuff like that. And on that very same day, I think you had a wedding show. There was also a motor show on, there was, um, and there was some kind of other conference, I can't remember what it was, but, but you, I remember all, all these people in cosplay were just getting these weird looks from from people walking out of like bridal shows and stuff going, what the hell is going on here? Why have I just seen the predator walk past me Like when I'm buying my wedding dress? What's going on? um you know so when we went it was very much a, a kind of small thing and and we were pretty much like the the only blacks in the room um certainly back then like there the, there wasn't really too many black, uh, black faces that you saw then but but we decided to kind of stick with it because we were like look this is our thing you know conventions are supposed to be the the kind of thing that you do when when you're into the culture and you know you want to connect with people so let's keep doing it and what we found over the years is that you know slowly year by year it started growing and then you know the 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 diversity of faces that you saw in the crowd changed um it was a lot less kind of you know middle-aged boarding white dudes and and lots more kind of diverse people popping up Um, and now I mean you know we were supposed to go last year obviously as well and didn't because of COVID but um you know, we're planning to go this year in o- October to MCM uh, when it returns to Excel. Yeah. Uh, and the last one we went to was in uh, 2019. Um, and that, you know, Excel basically is taken over now by MCM. They they have the entire structure for three That's days cool. on the weekend. Um, you know, and on, on a Saturday, on average, you'll, you'll see about six to seven hundred thousand people pass through yeah. in a day um and they are literally people of all ages, all races, all backgrounds. Uh, men and women in equal numbers. Um you'll get cosplayers, gamers, collectors, um all kinds of people, you know, turn up there. Um and it's just amazing to see because you know, one of the things we we observe while we're there is how um you know, people who clearly haven't met each other before are, are kind of connecting through their love of of something from from the culture, and yeah, you know, at its best, that's what the, the the culture can do is it can bring you know different people from from vastly different backgrounds sometimes together or in 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 a common, uh, you know, common. for a, a common pursuit and a common goal, and then you know, beautiful things happen out of that. So someone
2: said it's almost like music, and I was just like, huh? And he was like, you know how like you can play any type of music and if the beat's good but you don't understand the words you're all just dancing but none of you understand what they're saying mm. it's like that's kind of what the comic con is like the ncm is like that you know people mm. go but people understand that everybody's there for the event and everybody talks to everybody like literally last year i was going to go as no face don't laugh mm.
0: no um, no i wouldn't laugh you, you see that every year to be honest <laughs>
2: Uh, because I was just like that's the easiest costume
0: Mm. just
2: go as no face you know be great because my niece and the weirdest thing is my niece um actually lives in Canada Mm -hmm. and her mom doesn't like any anything to do with sci-fi she's just like nope nobody around her who she's grown up with does all of that um but weirdly, she's into every sci-fi thing that comes out. She mm. goes to like the Toronto um, conventions, and she makes her own costumes. And the mom is just like, "That that definitely is just coming from you guys because nobody here does that." She lives in Halifax, mm. and she's one of the few black faces there. Although mm. she she is mixed race, but she's one of the few black faces there, you know and she said I used to feel really out of place but when I found the people it helped her kind of cope
1: Mm.
2: with her whole the whole because she had like a bit of like an identity crisis thing being one of the only people of color there but it helped her cope with her situation when she found people who liked what she liked because again she felt like a fish out of water around her own family because nobody got her Mm. but she talked to us and we'd be just like oh I'll be just like yeah oh, you like that too? How you th- how did you get into that? And she, you know, it was a blast talking to her as she was growing up, but she felt so isolated out there, not having anybody else to talk to until she started being old enough to actually be able to go to these conventions and go online and talk to people and stuff like that. So weirdly, I think the whole anime, that whole geek scene has helped her. Hmm. And I'm just like, that's amazing. It's like almost genetic.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's awesome as well that it's helped to to her to find kind of a, find her her voice, I guess, and and yeah, her sure. you know and and a way to express herself um, that that's true to her. She, um,
2: she designed like a Wonder Woman costume with the shield and the and she got a sword from somewhere I don't know, but it, it genuinely looked amazing. I was just like wow if you can do it okay i'm not gonna do it to that extent but i'm gonna go to to my own convention too if you can do it i can do it so Mm, and then mm. it never happens i was so bummed but at least i've got a costume for this year so
0: (laughs) well that's good i'll be looking out for um your no face in october because i'll be there so (laughs) i will make sure that i look out for that definitely yep yep yep. but that's cool man that's cool um one thing, yeah, got a couple of of quick questions actually to to ask you, um, and then we'll get into some quick fire round questions and, and then um, I think we'll wrap it up. but um yeah, first question I was going to ask you is, um, what is the one geek franchise that you can't live without? So what's the one franchise that you're like? Yeah. No, I, I I've got to have this in in my life. Um, it's the one thing I check for before I go to sleep, and it's the thing I think about when I wake up the next day.
2: Oh my god, I've got. Can I have two?
0: Yeah, yeah, Golden. Yeah, that's fair.
2: Definitely, the whole Lord of the Rings universe. That's that was like my first excursion, like into a proper. I don't know what you'd call it, like uh, a multifaceted universe, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. And, and Star Wars. I am a, a Star Wars fanatic. There's nothing that you can tell me about Star Wars. I got myself my little baby Yoda. I've actually had a friend 3D print me a baby Yoda.
0: Oh, wicked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is so like, dope.
2: I might just buy my own 3D printer so I can print useless junk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. When the Mandalorian came out, I I remember I was very kind of skeptical about it. I was like, I don't like this premise. And, you know, I'm not really that into the Mandalorians anyway. And I never really got like why Boba Fett was so popular and, you know, I, I was just like, no, I don't. I don't, I don't think I'm going to bother. And then a friend sad. of ours, Boba um,
1: Fett
2: was
0: badass. All I saw Boba Fett do was get swallowed up by by the <laughs> salak, and that was it. Like, and I was just like, okay. <laughs> but um, but no, a friend of ours, um, uh, Big A, shout out to to Big A. He's um a, a super mad uh, Star Wars fan, as Rich is as well. Um, but he had got on, on the show early, and he was like, no, trust me, you need to watch it. Like, you're gonna love this show. So um, I was like, all right, you know what, I'll, I'll watch it. And I think one day I, I just decided to sit down and and, and watch um, the, the first couple of episodes in the first season. Because by the time I started watching it, uh, I think they'd got to about episode five or six. Oh, so okay. I was like, all right, well, I can at least binge for a couple of episodes. And if I don't like it, I, yeah, I can say, good. you know, I've watched the first two and I'm like, no, nah, it's not for me. And literally, by the end of the first episode, I was like, What was I thinking? Like, <laughs> what, what's wrong with you? This how is wicked. So wrong? Like, yeah, how could I have been so stupid? Like, this is so good. Um, so, yeah, The Mandalorian has is, is, is been um, amazing, man. Absolutely amazing. And now I'm just like, Yeah, bring me more Star Wars TV shows, one, man. Yeah, one, bring me more, one. bring me more, bring me more. I haven't even started The Bad Batch yet. Um, which I know a few people that have said is really good as well, so I, I do need to check that out. Yeah,
2: it's good. It's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do need to check that out. So, um, in fact, I might even start doing that tonight. Actually, so yeah, I'll, I'll check that out. But, but yeah, Star Wars is um, big, 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 big deal for us on Long Talks as well. So um, yeah, we're you're, you're in good company there.
2: Hundred <laughs> percent. Can't do without a bit of Star Wars. Wicked
0: and um, seeing as you mentioned Lord of the Rings as well, I suppose this, in a way, it kind of ties into the the final question before the the quickfire questions. And that is, um, is there anything forthcoming that you're looking forward to um, at the moment? Because I know there's a big uh, Lord of the Rings TV show that Amazon are, are working on. Um, I don't know when it's due to come out. I don't know if it's the end of this year or or mid next year. I, I, I can't remember. But um. But yeah, I mean, is there anything that that you're kind of is on your radar that you're thinking? Oh yeah, I definitely need to get that.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm obviously waiting for all the MCU stuff to come out. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, just my my thing with TV series though of popular movies is I'm always a little bit apprehensive about them, mm-hmm. just because. Um sometimes the characters get I don't know if you'd say they they veer off from what they were in the movie almost because they're trying to create these arcs and stuff like that. But yeah, I am looking I am looking forward to it. I think it is like I think it is supposed to be, I think it was supposed to be released this year, but they pushed it back mm. because of COVID to next year. Mm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. They could have moved it back again, but yeah, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to the Marvel stuff continuing as well. You know, so those are my, those are, those are a couple of things I'm looking forward to at the moment.
0: Cool, cool. Um, one thing I, I, I will say as well just before we we kind of get into the quickfire questions that I forgot and this is to show you how much the the worm has turned I've I've heard I've told this story before so listeners you you you're probably familiar with this story but um you know I was saying to to Richard a couple of months ago how um I was contacted by uh somebody on Facebook uh, that I used to go to secondary school with um and this person used to bully me at school for a little while wow. Um, and they, they generally bullied me because they, they found out that I had, um, comic books and graphic novels in my bag and and kind of made a, a, like a big thing about it and tried to kind of shame me in front of the class and stuff. Um, anyway, this person reached out to me three months ago on, on Facebook and was like, um, yeah, so, you know, are you still into like kind of all the Marvel stuff and all of that? So I was like, um, yeah, yeah, still into it, you know? do a run a podcast and you know um, I'm chatting about it all the time with my friends and stuff so yeah yeah absolutely it's like oh good because like my son is like bang into it and I don't know anything about it like can you tell me a little bit about like this so what does this mean and things like that and in the back of my head I was thinking yeah you bitch you you see <laughs> like <laughs> you see how karma works <laughs> now you come back to me don't you <laughs> now you come to me looking for my assistance <laughs> I don't can not give it <laughs> you
2: cannot have it
0: <laughs> yeah so it's like okay all right all right uh, so so yeah the, the worm has turned has it the worm has turned yeah
2: of course
0: but um yeah i just want to bring that up your, just to say you know kind like, of how
2: he's how probably how he's telling his it. kid oh i know this guy he's got the podcast oh my god mm, mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah
0: that's funny so to me, yeah, that was hilarious because I was just like, yeah, I remember. I, I still remember the, the bullshit you did to me. Don't, <laughs> you know, I don't... I you don't say forget, that. But... No, I didn't say it to him I, I was just like, you know, I'm not going to put That's oh, not yeah. the kind of conversation he's trying to have here And and to be fair, we've kind of spoken a little bit about it And stuff, and he was like, yeah, you know like he, he didn't read He apologised without apologising He was kind of like, oh, you know, if I was a dick to you before You know, like and, About that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly, and I was like, if <laughs> If But, um, yeah I, I was just kind of like, yeah, you know what It's, it's fine, time has passed i've moved on so whatever but um yeah it was it was just to to kind of you know reiterate for for people that you know things can things can change folks so you know even if um you know people made fun of you for for um you know reading comic books and, and things like that um well guess what the biggest movies in the world are these days yeah you
1: know?
0: uh, <laughs> yeah guess what all the things are that, that people talk about you know there's people I work with who are these straight-laced you know lawyers and accountants who, who are, are it turns out are fans of the MCU and I'm like you know <laughs> like this is how the world has turned now like people you know people are not fitting into the, those boxes anymore or no. they're not letting themselves be put in those boxes yeah, anymore
2: it's it's nice though because it's like it's it's okay to to like these things now which is great mm. we've moved past that you know that kind of I don't know if you'd call it a stigma but that kind of thing where you you the way you and I were had to or you and I enrich and that and had to kind of you know not talk about it because we didn't want to be seen as weird or we didn't want to get bullied because
1: mm. you know,
2: we, we liked a certain type of thing that wasn't the norm around that time. Like if you see, it's, it's, it's funny you're talking about comic books in the bag. Like my mom um, asked me, I think it was a couple of months, like just before COVID came through, you know, and before the first lockdown, she's just like, I've got this, Mandy, I found this bag of books in your old wardrobe can you come and get them please because we're trying to take this wardrobe down and I was just like bag of books bag of books bag of books so when I went there it's literally like this massive duffel bag mm. of a collection of comics basically
0: oh wow amazing <laughs>
2: it's is, it is a massive massive duffel bag and mm. when I tried to lift it I couldn't actually physically lift it it My dad had to help me lift it to put it into my car. And when you put it into the car, you could see the back of the car like noticeably Mm. drop because this bag was like it was, it's literally packed. And I was just like, damn, and this is not even, I got rid of so many, the ones that are, I remember why I put them there. The ones that are in there are like first edition graphic novels and stuff like that. I don't know if they're worth anything, but Mm. it's probably, yeah. Or ones that I just really liked reading that I didn't want to get rid of story mm. story arcs that I really like that I didn't want to get rid of, you know, those are the ones that are in there, but I got rid of so, so, so many. And my mom was just like, this is mad. This is actually mad that it's this heavy. Mm-hmm. And you talking about, you know, your books in your bag just kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: Yeah, damn, yeah yeah, well no you should definitely get those um valued if if they're from back in the day especially if they're first editions because um i mean yeah, i'm not really gonna d- say they're, they're worth thousands but you know there definitely will be um some interest in, see, the in thing them is if i, 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 I
2: want to get rid of them that's why i kept them
0: mm.
2: that's that's literally why i kept them because i don't <laughs> i want to get rid of them they're like my babies
0: no, I, I can dig that. I can dig that. The oldest thing I've managed to salvage because there's so like so many of my old comic books are unfortunately they're just lost to the EFO, and I've no idea where they are and 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 uh, what condition they're in. But the oldest thing I've got is tucked away. I've got uh, an old, old, old copy of um, uh, Power Man and Iron Fist uh, comic book, Luke Cage and Iron Fist from that was first published in 1986, I think it was. Um, So I've got that kind of tucked away safely. Um, but that's like kind of the the only one I used to have so, so many older ones, and i as I said, I've just no idea where they are unfortunately, Nobody. so yeah, who knows where they've got to um, who knows, so um, yeah, they're sadly disappeared, as said to the time, but oh well, uh, well, there we go. stuff happens. It is what it is. I'll get over it listeners eventually <laughs> one day <laughs>
2: they'll pop, pop up somewhere maybe,
0: yeah, hopefully, hopefully.
2: We'll be like, we're not keeping those in this house.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> too many. Definitely, yeah, <laughs> definitely. That that will be a debate. <laughs> that will be a debate. Aye, aye. Ay. <laughs> I like the way it's Like Ay ay, ay. Uh, yeah, that's coming, mate. It's it's coming. Like, we're
2: not looking forward to that conversation.
0: Nope, not at all. <laughs> All right, Mandy, I've got um, a couple of quick fire questions um, for you to wrap up. Uh, you need to give one answer and one answer only to these questions. Yep. Um, no pressure, <laughs> but a little uh, bit of pressure. I'm
2: ready. I'm ready.
0: <laughs> All right. So we'll start off with a nice easy one. Uh, Star, Star Wars or Star Trek?
2: Star Wars.
0: Cool. Uh, horror or sci-fi? Sci-fi smarties or m&ms
2: m&ms
0: boo <laughs> and see if richard was here he'd be cheering for <laughs> you but, uh, like, I, 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 boo. <laughs> um bacon butty or sausage sandwich
2: neither i'm vegan
0: ah well okay scratch that then <laughs> uh marvel or dc
2: marvel
0: Cool. Uh, favourite anime? Although I think you've kind of gone over that a little bit, but.
2: Actually, well, yeah, anything, anything. Well, Princess Mononoke, really.
0: Princess Mononoke, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah,
2: that's, that's my favourite.
0: And yeah. uh, last quickfire question. Have you ever met any of your heroes?
2: Oh my gosh, yes, I have. Um, the, the job I have, I'm quite lucky. Um, that I, I do see a lot of famous people. I don't know if I'm allowed to name them. I'm probably not. But um, I, I, I generally don't get starstruck um, just because I don't really see the point in a lot of the stars. But <laughs> um, the, I remember seeing George Lucas. I completely went mental. Mm-hmm. Like... I almost got tongue-tied.
0: Oh, that, like I, I, totally would. So I, I, completely understand. Completely understand that.
2: Absolutely lovely, and I because because somebody at work knew how much of how much I loved like Star Wars. Hmm. Um, they purposely sent him to me. And oh. Was like I love you forever yeah that's amazing <laughs> yeah, I didn't say it to him but to the person who sent so who sent him to me I was just like oh my god thank you so much but he was absolutely he was amazing he was so lovely
1: mm.
2: you know he was there he was happy to talk he just talked talked and mm. talked and talked and talked he was amazing and I, I then I was completely starstruck I was just like oh my god it is him,
0: <laughs> the Godfather.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I was, I was just like, I was like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to even describe it. I can't even, I can't even talk about it. Like that just shows you how much I don't know. It was, mm-hmm. like, it was an experience I'll never forget. And he, yeah. did like, he did sign something for me, which is in my house, and that's never ever going anywhere.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No way, no way. Yeah, keep talking keep yeah, of that. Like, that do, you want, that's...
2: do you want me to sign something? And I was just like, oh, because we're not really allowed. I was just like, no, mm. no, it's all right. It's all right. So he did walk away. And I was just mm. like, oh, just so happy that I met him. And then one of the managers came back and were just like, oh, he told me to give this to you. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> did he really? And yeah, so amazing, amazing, amazing.
0: Wow! Oh, awesome awesome That's that's incredible that really is incredible i i would just lose my shit to be honest if if i, meant <laughs> I have
2: to be professional right yeah
0: yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> so
2: I'll just yeah. Like, every time you we'll talk I'm like mhm 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 and then i'll kind of have to stop and be like okay don't say something really stupid i mean inevitably something stupid came out of my mouth a couple of times you know and he just laughed it off and stuff mm, but mm. yeah it was, it was it was so much fun it was so good
0: awesome awesome well mandy thanks so much for making some time for us uh today on the podcast and for joining us man it's been really cool to uh kind of chat to you and to learn a little bit about um your story and and um, your love for for culture and and all of that um it's it's been amazing so um thank you thank you, thank you so much very, very much me. thank
1: you thank you thank
0: you no really we really appreciate you um as I said answering the call you know one of the things that that we really want to do this year is is to try and kind of amplify um you know women who are involved in the culture especially women of color especially black women um you know we, we really want to get those voices out there so um you know it's great to to have you. On the show and add into to that, and um, you know, hopefully that that means uh, more and more will we'll want to come out and um, and uh, you know celebrate their the love of the culture.
1: Yeah, um sure.
0: Is there anything that you wanted to plug? Any um, businesses or projects that that you're working on, or anything like that that you um, wanted to share with the audience?
2: Um, well, gosh, this, that'll be like a topic for another day. But I'll just quickly say I so I have I do have my own business um can I can it be like about anything
0: oh absolutely yeah 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 yeah. it doesn't have to be anything geeky like just whatever it is you're you're doing Yeah.
2: yeah I do I do have my own business where I'm trying to raise awareness on um how people particularly in our community because this is something that we as a community don't really do a lot um but insurance I I'm an I'm an insurance advisor um so, yeah, just really trying to raise awareness on, you know, how to correctly get insurance for you to leave like a legacy for your kids or at least just to take care of things like morbidly your own funeral and stuff. Because, like, um, I always say no to GoFundMe funerals because you're literally depending on the kindness of strangers hmm. to, to, to get you buried, you know, and just to leave your kids with the foot on like with the foot on life you know what I mean Mm, and just mm. to protect yourself as well if you get sick um if you can't work any critical illnesses so that's uh, a business that I'm working on and I do have like a separate social media page um where I kind of give like little facts and people ask me people do drop in my dms to ask me questions people do phone me for like free consultations and stuff like that um this is no obligation you know literally I I am trying to raise awareness Mm. about insurance and just getting yourself insured to protect yourself, to protect your family, to protect your health, to protect the things that you value Mm. um, so that you don't have your family or yourself, you know, kind of suffering that kind of financial trauma, which is actually a real thing, which I learned. And I was quite shocked, like during the duration of my learning um, to become an advisor, mm. you know, it literally gives you PTSD, mm. financial trauma. So I'm trying to teach people about that. It's not just life insurance. So for if you die, it's what about if you live as well? Mm. A lot of people mm. don't think about that. If you get sick and you continue living you've got your bills to pay and stuff if, and if your money ain't coming in because your sick pay at work is rubbish or you're self-employed once you're self-employed if you're not working you're not earning right mm-hmm. so yeah just little things like that I'm just trying to raise awareness trying to get the community to help to pass on the generational wealth because you people you literally can use insurance to pass on generational wealth it's mm-hmm. it's not something that just needs to be you know you work really hard and which is great you work hard but then you also want your kids to continue to enjoy their life and to continue to benefit from you even if something happens to you so it's yeah. it's just a way that I'm trying to raise awareness of that so my business page on there is called insure insured I don't know you I think you've seen it mm-hmm. as well where I just post little quizzes and I've got like misinformation Monday, which is like myths and everything that people believe about insurance, which is not true. And then what's what Wednesdays. And I'm trying to put a little bit um, more content on there just to drive people just to learn about it, you know, just to be financially sound, financially secure for the, for now in the future. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, I I can say listeners, you know, I've um, had a look at the the page myself um, on Instagram and and it is really useful um, and really helpful. And it's the kind of thing that, you know, we all need to be considering. Um, And as Mandy said, especially, you know, people in in, in our community, because it's one thing we don't do. Um, really well at all Uh, so you know definitely go and check that out Um, what I'll do Mandy is I'll leave a a link to uh, the Instagram page on the podcast notes uh, when that goes up Um, so listeners you'll be able to uh, just hit the link that's there and uh, that will take you directly to uh, Mandy's page uh, for that Um, and then aside from that if they want to just chat about Star Wars and comics at you uh, what's the best way they could do that
2: Um. Either through my personal page, which is, uh, we can link that as well. Uh, Yeah, and I am more than happy to chatter away about anything geeky or anything at all, really. I'm I'm quite a fountain of useless information.
0: well i mean the way i see it there's there's no such thing as useless information there's there's you know know. there's information that is useful to somebody somewhere so it's just (laughs) a case of connecting (laughs) with the person who finds it useful you know (laughs)
2: this is very true this is very true I like your way of
0: thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's cool. And um, and I say that because I'm like you, um, you know, a fountain of 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 much information, which has, has raised eyebrows at various conversations <coughs> where people have said, What, what have you brought that up for? <laughs> like, what?
2: <laughs> Sometimes I say stuff and people just <clears throat> me, like, how do you even know that? And I'm just mm. like, I don't know, I just do.
0: <laughs> I can't tell
2: you how I know it. I just know that I know it.
0: Hmm. Yep. Is that not yep. enough? <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely been there. Definitely been there. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that will wrap it up for episode 89. Uh thanks a lot for listening, listeners. Um, really appreciate you being along the ride with us. And um, you know, as it said, um, I do appreciate that, you know, we've, we've had uh, quite a lengthy gap in between episodes uh, lately. Um, again, it's just life stuff. It, it is what it is. But, you know, we're here and we're buzzing around in the background. So um, if you do want to get in touch with us, then uh, have a listen to the closing credits at the end of this episode and you'll find out how you can reach us on social media and via email as well. Uh, so yeah as I said we'll bring this episode to a close so thanks a lot for listening Um, and we will catch up with you again next week in the meantime take care stay safe and we'll see you all again soon thanks for listening to us if you're down with Wulong Talks show some love by following us on Twitter Facebook and Instagram at Wulong Talks you can also find us online at www.woolongtalks.com or drop us an email at woolongtalkspodcast at gmail.com. We can also be found as part of the BrickPod Scene Collective and we're also officially E14 endorsed. Search for those hashtags to enjoy more content from us and from other great British podcasters.